We are not millennials. We are matured. Brought up on collaboration as an art form. Delivered as value. Hey, Steve. Maren, you are in for a rough night. I, I know I am. I know I am. <laughs> I don't know why, and I'm not being argumentative for the sake of it, but I do seem to be a little domineering. Yes, that's true. Even, even earlier on, you really wanted me to eat your sausage. <laughs> I did, yes. <laughs> and you refused to eat my sausage. Yes, I have my own sausage with me. And I wasn't going to eat your sausage, no, because you had ham rolls with... Whitloaf. Yes, chicory. Ex exactly. Yeah, yes. Marine, Marine oh, wow. insists on bringing okay. his own food. Yeah, it's going to be one of those episodes. And we've had some great conversations, and we really wish you'd heard them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what are we going to talk about today? We got SharePoint navigation. We got T-shirt sizes. I think we should talk about t-shirt sizes definitely because i just think it's a super cool concept and i need you to tell me all about it okay so we're not going to argue about intranets again maybe later that was pretty cool we <laughs> should uh, yeah we should always have a microphone on yes all right folks welcome to episode 71 um and yes i am in an obstroperous mood so I do what an obstroperous mood obstroperous i'm obstroperous arguing okay. for the sake of arguing Okay. But I know filibustering, but I didn't know obstropper. Yes, obstropper. Okay. Yeah, now I can't say it twice. <laughs> That's what I said twice. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, and, and, and whiskey, whiskey. Uh, whiskey. We have yes. got such a weird, bizarre, <laughs> yes. unusual whiskey tonight. It is from the... Island of Bonaire. Island of Bonaire from the Codice Distillery. Yes. And I'm just going to check that I've pronounced that correct. And we have to thank Tony. Tony, my man. We appreciate it. I had a parcel arrive today with a gift all the way from the Isle of Bonaire. Yeah, from the Kodashi Distillery. And it is whiskey made from cactus. Which e is, of course, tequila by any other name. Yes. But they say it's whiskey. So uh -huh. we, never, we have very little about it. So that's what we're telling you now. We reserve the right, when we tasted this, to go, nope, let's go and get a different <laughs> bottle. And we might change our minds. But yes, yes. Because we, we haven't might. tasted this, nope. we have no idea what it's yep. like. So, uh, Tony, my friend, big shout out. Thank you very much indeed. It was very timely. The parcel arrived today. And as we like to uh, taste a whiskey that you are not going to, we will increase the shares of flights to the island of Bonaire. Yeah. So exactly. that's the whiskey sorted out. All right, uh -huh. where are we going to start on this? Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. All right, let's not let's not cover internet. We just just as an outline, folks. We had a really quite conversation. Moraine was taking the stance that an internet is a series of communication sites, so it will have to be created. I was taking the stance that the internet really is about navigating between pages that are already in group sites or team sites as part of the collaboration process. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure we came to any conclusions. We both we saw came each to the side. conclusion that I was right, and I'm the one that's supposed to be obstreperous. 
Obstropperous. So here's here's what they originally thought about. If you remember from <laughs> the word of the day, Obstropperous. Um, okay. So if you remember from the last podcast, podcast number seventy, which we didn't really make a big fuss of, did we? We were a big seven zero. But we didn't really uh, true. make a No, of it. we didn't. Uh, no. We 70. Nobody no. said, I can't believe we're at episode 70. No. So actually, I can't believe we're at episode 71. Ex- Where has all yeah, that time gone? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, in, in 70, <clears throat> we talked about some great subjects about the perfect transformation group with all the different roles. And, mm-hmm. and it turned out to be a really good podcast. And if it turned out to, to, to it, be, it turned out that you really need a large amount of people in order to make this a success. Yeah, I think that we know the large amount of people are there anyway. It's mm-hmm. just that we never think about them as being one group. Yes. As being, yes. you know, part of mm-hmm. that one process. We think about, hey, we're part of the Office 365 transformation group. Mm-hmm. You don't think that the stakeholders are actually part of that, even though we know they have a monthly meeting and they approve stuff and you report to them. Mm-hmm. Because you never think of them as part of the team, you don't use them as a resource. Uh, true. So, um, and same with the C, the C board. You sit yeah. there and say, hey, guys, will you pronounce this project as, you know, your priority for this year? Yeah, we'll do that, of course. They issue a whatever. And then that's it. You don't think about going back to them and saying, hey, can I interview you about or can we it's talk true. about what you're yeah. using? So my, my, my biggest breakthrough was getting the procurement team on board. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I think that was definitely an, an eye opener for me in, in our last episode. Yeah. So in that episode, we we said that um, the quarterly planning process for SAFE and Scrum uh, as part of the Agile process, not sorry, not SAFE and Scrum, but SAFE and Agile uh, as part of that process was be a subject in its own to talk about. And we kind of started working on it and then we kind of were unsure. And so we've got half a whiteboard completed today. And um, you guys are just (laughs) going to have to have an episode where we have no freaking idea where this is going. But we did want to talk about how we scope this and how we scope the resources. Let's first start with, you're, you're talking about the concept of a, a quarterly review meeting. What no, is not that? not a review meeting. Okay. Okay, so quarterly planning meeting. Yes, okay. Quarterly so planning so, meeting, exactly, yes. So you know what Agile is, yeah? Yes. Agile and Scrum and yes. product owners, okay? But of course, that's designed for, for small teams. Yes, and if you go online and you go to the Spotify videos, mm-hmm. you talk about how they've set it all up, even though there's a lot of bunkum around it failing and stuff. But yeah. they basically run with small teams that are able to be self-contained with multiple skills in there and you're good to go. Mm-hmm. So we all know that process works because we're part of that process. Yes, mm-hmm. we have scrum teams, we have PBIs, we have features to deliver. The safe process is Scrum at something enterprise or something. And I can't remember. And everybody else who knows me is going, Dolby, how can you forget that? But there's a process called SAFE, S-A-F-E. It's 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 just like at car. Exactly. We kind of know what it is, but we can't really remember remember the right words. Yes. Do you stand a chance? Case for knowledge. Let's not go No, 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 no. Okay, SAFE, yes. So SAFE is is how the enterprise does strategy. Okay. Okay. Uh, but still in an agile way, because the problem with strategy in an organization is how often do you do a strategy? Do you find your strategy? Do you think? No, uh, Yearly? You know, well, uh, but, vision? You, you, well, the, the vision, you probably want to do that every once of every three years, five, no, five years, 10 years. So maybe? how are you agile then if you 
How are you an agile yeah. organization if you're if you're designing a vision that can only be delivered over five to ten years? So but that shouldn't that vision be pretty broad? Like we we want to empower people to be the best of themselves. So like for example, what was the what was the Microsoft mission again? The uh, we want to empower, empower every world, every person in the world to being. be their their best. I mean that's that's something that can stick around for twenty okay, years. So is it is it any value? Sorry, Microsoft, I'm not dissing yes, you particularly. Because, Marine brought it up. The yes, MVP, because, your representative on this podcast, brought it up. So. <laughs> yes, because everything you do at Microsoft can be linked to, does this contribute to empowering every person in the world? So that empowering every person in the world, it has value. Well, the problem is you can empower every person in the world, but does that also pay your bills? No, that's not the problem. No, no, but just okay. let's not go that's, too well, deep okay. there. So my question to you is, how do you measure it? So how do you know <laughs> you've you achieved your vision? How do you measure the of every person? Yeah, yeah. So get, how do you no, measure your vision? That, yeah. so, yeah. How do you, so you've got no way of succeeding. So consequently, you're working towards something that you have no idea whether you're going to achieve it or not. But does your vision have to be measurable? So does, does it have to be like smart, like... Mm, so specific and measurable. Uh, uh, Satoya, sorry, Satoya. Uh, yeah, Satoya. So Is that chicken. Uh, yeah. the, 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 sheep, the sheep brother of Michael? Yeah, let's <laughs> not go here. No, okay, no. <laughs> no let's right. not go there. Uh, we're not editing it out either. He said it now. Um, <laughs> so when he gets MVP next year or doesn't get MVP next okay. year, they'll say that podcast number 71 <laughs> was the death of you. No. Um, uh, so you go to the, the CAA and they say, hey, I need 100,000 euros. Uh, to do this thing because it supports our vision. Okay, how do you justify that hundred k? How do how do you how do you put budget to something if you don't know what value it's going to deliver? So when you go to the shareholders, say, what was that seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars you spent last quarter? Oh, that was um, questioning people in the world to find out how they were working towards our vision. It's it's not part of what you are. Mm -hmm. So a vision really doesn't drive your business. It just says, this is what we believe in. This is yeah, where we're we going. stand for. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. let's go back to the word strategy. Okay. So our strategy, all right, or our goals and objectives, which are, are, are more driven as a strategy, can be measured in some way. Yeah, goals and objectives of, can be measured. Yeah, but, but strategies is formed out of goals and objectives. So yeah. our vision is to empower the world. Yeah. We'll do that by delivering cheap computers into uh, parts of the world that can't afford to give computers to yeah. schools. Yeah. All right. Um, we will develop Wi-Fi systems that uh, run from the oil of the abuka tree, which grows in every <laughs> schoolyard in Africa. You know, we will create <laughs> yeah. network routers that run from uh, unused rice in an Indian. Yeah, yeah. You know okay, what I'm trying I get, to say? Gotcha. I get so you have to do this. So uh, okay. you come down a different layer down than that, of course. You then have to have goals and objectives at the divisional level. Yes. Okay. Now, again, a goal lasts how long? A year? You set a strategy up for a year, generally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you fail to deliver that strategy, what have you gained in that year? So the point about yeah. anything being agile is that it, I can do it in small iterative spaces and know soon enough whether or not I'm succeeding or I'm not. So that's why we have quarterly features. 
in the safe environment to support agile way of working. Um, and so generally, an organization... So, so you have your strategy and you break it up in four big parts and those would be your quarterly blocks. Correct. Except that your strategy is now flexible because you can turn around at the end of the first quarter and say, why the heck did we talk about building a Wi-Fi system that runs off the bark of these trees? When we actually looked into it, we found there was no trees, no bark, and no <laughs> Wi-Fi that plugged into the same connector in that part of the world. Yeah. So they then say, so that strategy item is dead. And you can go back to your board and you say, you know, we made an error. But it didn't cost us anything because we now readjusted it accordingly. So it's about being the agility in an organization. Yeah. So SAFE talks about quarterly planning. Yeah, because I was going to ask. So let's say after three months you said, okay, we didn't find anything what do you do then for the rest of the year? Do you then like create a new strategy? Um, do you think that if I have four strategy items, they're the only things that I thought about yeah, at the that's beginning true. of the year? Yeah, you probably have other things that they, things, people can work on. Things yeah, that sure. we'll put back two to yeah. three years. Things that are just not achievable now because our vision is greater than the technology is possible. Yeah. 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 So it's a bit like... Um, uh, the perfect example of this actually is the Apple guy. Uh, the, That's the Apple guy. The Apple guy. The Steve Jobs. The Steve Jobs yeah, Apple yeah. guy. Okay. Thank you. And so he had this idea and concept of a um, music in your pocket. Oh, you know, yeah, what yeah. What do you yeah. say? You yeah. know, he says, I've, I've uh -huh. got 50,000 tracks in my pocket. Yeah. But they could not find the technology to deliver it. Yeah. So they had the conceptual the strategy to do it. And it was only when one of their sales guys said, I'm here in National Panasonic, I think it was, in Japan. Yeah, what about it? Eh? He says, well, they've got this one-inch hard drive. Really? Yeah, it's a one-inch hard drive and it stores this much. Oh, brilliant. And he said, buy everyone for the next three years. Because we now have the ability to start creating that but he had that vision oh, cool. for two three yeah. years so consequently that's the way we tend to work this thing so we have our um features every quarter mm -hmm. and we then have to work out what we're going to do in that quarter so the feature has um a, a definition of done yes all right now the definition of done again my agile colleagues are going to sit there and shout don't we that's not true because the definition of done is about managing the quality of things so it's very similar but, oh, yeah. okay. but you have you have a delivery statement you know what you're going to achieve with that feature yes in a period of 90 days mm -hmm. and um basically you prioritize them and you do the ones you think you can do mm -hmm. and we give them everything from now onwards in terms of delivery right down to the final delivery you do not spend time trying to say, well, this will actually take 72 days and 14 hours to do. You don't spend the time calculating that time because okay. that's water. That's waterfall project management. Yeah. You know, I have these tasks. It needs to be done this day. It's dependent upon this, dependent yeah, on that. Yeah, but you need a way to come up with... Um, so you've got 20 people on the team and you need to make sure that everybody's got enough work to do for the next three months until your quarter is done, but they shouldn't be overburdened with too much work. True. So let's take, let's take the, the... So you need a unit of measuring how much work something is. Okay, I agree. 
This is not going to be a technical podcast, is it? That's okay. That's all right. That's so, okay. So if you're happy for me to rabbit on here, I will do yes. it a bit. So if I was doing this in a waterfall way, mm-hmm. okay, I would have uh, a project plan with a yep. scope, so I yep. know what I'm doing, which is a little bit like a feature. In MS Project, okay. see, it is a technical, Project, it's, it's a technical, technical podcast. That's true. <laughs> and so I can sit there and, and put a, um, a, a, a group of, a phase, a project phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't <clears throat> waterfall is hard work. <laughs> and then, of course, I have tasks underneath that yeah, which yeah. are my group together. Yes. And then yes. I have to look at that task and I say, this is how long it's going to take to do, duration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is how much resource it's going to take. So they're different, yes. yes? Yes. So it might take 22 days to complete duration, but only five days of resource. Yes. Okay. So that five days is spread over the 22 yeah. days. Yeah. And of yeah. course, I have a series of those actions. Yeah. And each of those has a duration of how long it will take to do. Yeah. And how much resources it takes to actually deliver it. Yes. And a dependency on something else. It has to be Probably. done beforehand. Yeah. And one person is going to build this project plan. Probably okay. the project manager, Except. yes. So let's assume the exactly. project manager has to build the project yeah. plan. So the project manager then builds the project plan. So they need to understand every single task, how long it's going to take, what the duration is, and the dependency between the two. So yeah. if I have a project that is to install MS Teams, mm-hmm. okay, What is that project plan going to entail? And is there going to be one person in the world that will be able to fill out all of those actions? No. Probably not. So then I have to talk to the network team and Microsoft potentially. Yeah, security consultants, team. The voice yeah. team, blah, 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 blah. So now I have a huge job. SharePoint guys. Yeah. yeah so now I have yeah. a huge amount of information to gather to be able to create that plan. Mm-hmm. All right. How long do you think that's going to take? Three weeks? Something like that. So yeah. 21 days. Yes. And I've not created a thing. How long does it take to create a site? Two few, minutes? Yeah, a few seconds, right. yeah. How long will it take us to work out whether that site is working or not? Five minutes? I can open oh, it j- up. J- yeah. Technically, like yeah, go just, there and see if it, it pops up. So yeah, if yeah, I create yeah. two sites in yeah. two different places, yeah. try and call each other, find out what doesn't work, Yep. Then I'm I'm now already way along the way of of getting this problem resolved. Yes. And then I can do five and I can do ten. Yeah. All right. So and I can probably do that less than twenty one days. Yes. So that's the difference between an agile process and a waterfall process. Okay? Okay. Now, would the team in Paris take the same amount of time to do that as the team in Belgium? No. Not because even though it's the same tasks, yeah. they've got busy priorities. Yeah. They're French. <laughs> All right, the Germans will do it quicker than... Yeah, yeah probably. So, <laughs> so we have natural competition here. Anyway, let's exactly. not go yeah, there. No, 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 no. All right. So basically, when you say we need to measure how long something's going to take, mm-hmm. it actually takes a lot of time to be able to do that measuring. Whereas yes. if you monitored all of those teams after six months you would get some idea of how long they take to do something. They would get some idea of how long it takes to take them to do it themselves. Okay. Yeah. So we basically, in Agile, we basically use a lot of pre-prescribed, what do you think you can do this week? How is com- how complicated is something? All right. Mm-hmm. So that, I'm having to explain this yeah, because yeah. it's part of the bigger picture. So mm-hmm. now let's go back to our quarterly planning. Yeah. Now I have a list of things that I think we can do. Yeah. Okay. And I have a list of things that I think they're more complicated or easier to do than others. So in my quarter, 
I have forms to roll out and MS Teams to roll out. They're my two objectives. Okay, in the first so quarter. one is fairly easy. The other one is pretty hard. Yeah. So um, we use T-shirt sizes. It's one of the, there are a number of things you can use, but one of my favorite ones is t-shirt sizes. Okay. Because we all know what a t-shirt size is and it's relative. It's true. You can't use penis sizes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I'm not sure there's a big, a big enough differentiation. Anyway, all the projects would be, that's a Steve. And all the short <laughs> projects would be, that's a Moraine. <laughs> yeah. All right. But you can use t-shirt sizes. Oh, yeah. that's a small. So as you're talking about that feature, is, as a management team, you were going to, yeah, that's a small, that's a medium, that's a, an extra large, that's an XXL, that's a, a super small or whatever. Yeah. And so in a very sh short amount of time, I'm able to sit there and go, okay, these are all the features that I need to be done. Now, I prioritize them. That's business. So yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, owner, yeah. Maybe product... forms is more pressing than teams, so Correct. you might want to do that first. Yeah. So we do all of that. Yeah. Um, and then we've got sizes and we know roughly how much each one is. Okay. Now, in the first, first quarter that we do this, I have no idea how many t-shirts I can actually put into a quarter. None at all. No, it's true. So yeah. you guess. You, you don't have any baseline. So no, yeah. exactly. No. So you guess just the same way as we'd guessed about how long do you think it'll take you to do teams. Mm -hmm. So if I don't have to do all the calculations, I can start straight away learn by my mistakes and continually improve until I get good enough to be where I need to get to. Mm -hmm. And we do the same kind of thing. So, hey, this is our first quarter. So nobody expects to get everything done that you're planning to do. But you do the high priority ones. Yeah. Because you know you're going to get those done. Now, so now I'm in a, a delivery team and I've got a feature to deliver. Mm -hmm. So I get that feature and I work out what I need to deliver for that feature. Now, to be fair, if you had, if you're the product owner or the owner of a, a, a feature like MS Teams, yeah, and your job is a manager, do you really know what's entailed or what's required? So you've got network Probably skills. Not. No, but no. they those those people are members of your team. Uh, yes, because I have a multidisciplined team. Uh, yes, yes. So they will tell you what is needed. So yeah. I'm going to say to them, guys, I've got this feature. Tell me. What PBIs do I need to do, deliver to do that? All right, mm -hmm. and, and and a PBI is a a, pro uh, oh, a product backlog item. So oh yes, yeah. Okay. The Agile yes. always these yeah. are all my backlogs, and I choose the ones that I want to do in yeah. that sprint. Yeah. Okay. With Safe, it kind of adds a bit of structure to Agile. So oh, okay. So an organization isn't so free thinking as Agile implies. Yeah, because where that's. That's no chaos or whatever. feedback that I always get on Scrum is like, yeah, but you don't have, um, oh, how do structure? I say that? Uh, it's not really, no, it's not structure. It's not, there's, there's no guaranteed control. end result. But, but that's, that's kind of the thing, because if the end is result is. is not what you want and you discover that pretty early, then you don't. You live on your own. I, yes. You have an apartment. Yes. We have floors that need cleaning, pots uh, that need washing. Yes. Okay. Do you get Apparently. It, do you get it all cleaned up in a time for when your mother comes around for dinner? Yes. So your mother's coming around for Sunday lunch. Yes. Being very English. Yes. Then And you're sitting there, you've still got your Airfix kit in pieces on the, on the kitchen table. But you know in your head how long it will take you to clear the table up, put everything away, 
polish the floor, what she likes to see clean. Exactly. Right? Yes. And you just yes. get on and do it. Yeah. And you get on and do it because you've done it before and before and before and you're I know I can do it in twenty five minutes. And it's yes. instinctive. Yes. All right. So why can't all of this stuff be instinctive? That's true. And so that's what we're aiming for. We're aiming for less formality and more instinct. And are we going to be right all the time? No. no. But chaos theory says I win some and I lose some and I generally am fairly good at what I need to be doing. So consequently, and I'm, this is going to be a lot of my voice, people. I, I do That's get okay. And That's I, okay. I, you can probably hear I'm quite passionate about this. I think it's a brilliant process. So everything is done by part of learning and, and putting it together. So I have a feature. And I've yeah. been told how many PBIs I need to do. Mm -hmm. And um, we kind of then do the quarterly planning based upon this feature is going to have this number of PBIs. And let's assume we're, we're three quarters down the line. I've started to work out my team, how fast they work and mm -hmm. what they can deliver. How many T-shirts they can deliver. Yes. Because what happens is that when you do that PBI, as part of the refinement process, Hey guys, we have to do a network assessment to run MS Teams out. What's that going to entail? So the team have four hours every sprint to talk about working out what they are. And then when they've worked out what they are, somebody says, okay, how many story points will this take? And so they vote on it. It has to be on a, a, a Fibonacci scale. What's the one from? Fibonacci? Fibonacci scale. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. So one, three, five, eight... Uh, 12, 13, uh, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Something 13, like that. 13, okay. that's right. 20. Okay. Um, and you never really have more than 20 in a sprint or no item is bigger than 20, otherwise you reduce it down. So there's some rules about doing small <laughs> okay. iterative pieces. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. Yes. Uh, but anyway, they're, they're the detail. So people vote and say, oh, I think it's an eight. Now, I think it's a five. And so you just say, look, most of you say an eight. It's an eight. Boom, it's an eight. Okay. And then the team basically work out, A, I've done 10 PBIs and the total was 73. Mm -hmm. Okay, now other teams might turn around and say the ones in Paris go, oh, no. Right. <laughs> That's, no, monsieur, no, no, no. Okay, they would say, no, that's a 13 yeah. or it's a 20. Mm. It doesn't actually matter because the Paris team and the Belgium team or the French, or the they. It doesn't German matter team. that one team does 70 and the other has 120. As, as long as, long as every life. quarter they can produce the same amount of numbers. Because it's just according to where, where they're at. It's relative to their own team and not relative to the other teams. It's relative yes. to the scrum team. Yes. yes. So yes. it doesn't really matter. So consequently, if I if somebody says you're doing MS Teams as a feature, mm -hmm. okay, I've put it in as a XXL, for yep. example. Okay? Yes. And when we look at the PBIs, they they put all the story points in and they deliver on time. I now have a gauge. Mm -hmm. So that XXL t-shirt with that team is 93 points spread over the quarter because that's the total number of all their story points that they put in. Yeah. And so I start to learn that XXL is actually roughly a scale between 90, I don't know, 8, 95, 95 and 100 yeah. points. So it, it works itself out, but not in a way that you have to do an MS project to be able to work out the resources, timing and everything else for this. And it, it really does work out where you eventually say as a team, one story point is about three hours or one story point is about an hour and a half because you can work the average. Last last sprint, we did this number of points with this number of people in mm. and this number. So yeah. okay. the thing about agile being chaotic, mm -hmm. it's actually not because it's measured. 
but we measure it afterwards so we can use that as evidence for future planning. Gotcha. Okay. So Whoa, that t-shirt size eventually becomes an easy thing to give, but you can then do a relatively calculation. My boss, she was brilliant at this. She'd have a t-shirt size and it would have 40 or 50 or 60 or 70 points against it. She just knew where we were going. Okay. And we never, ever did all the features we were supposed to do every quarter. We got close, mm -hmm. but we always made sure there was enough work in place. Okay. All right. Now, when you do your um, large-scale annual planning, so what I'm going to deliver this year, again, you break it down into your features, you give it T-shirt sizes, and all of a sudden you can start to wind up how many points total T-shirt sizes and you've got, compare them to last year to work out whether you need more or less resources. It all works, but without the need to be painfully to the 17th decimal point <laughs> accurate about how many minutes. Exactly, Because it's yeah. never right. It can't be no. right. No, of course not. No. So, yes, a forms would have a less T-shirt size than MS Teams. Okay. So that's the team story. The T-shirt the, the story. The T-shirt story. The t -shirt okay, story. Okay. Boom. Boom. It's, it's, I, know, I know you were interested. Bring on the whiskey. Way. Yeah. Well, we've only uh, spoke 30 minutes. Uh, well, I've spoke like four hours. Yes, yes. But I was figuring out that because you're very adamant today that I would just let you word. speak and then you won't interrupt me or throw anything at me. So because uh, you thought I was wrong. So it's better. Uh, Oh, it's called people management no. you thought i was wrong <laughs> devious git yeah i like that it's interesting i know you brought up i said t-shirt sizes and you went what and uh, uh it, you have to live it to feel it it's what it's one of those things yeah. but I, I i get it and it's it's an easy it's an easy way to represent some to yeah to have something represented Because you, you can work with all kinds of things. You could work with like dinosaurs. This yeah. one is a Tyrannosaurus Rex. I know and this a team one that is did a that. crocodile. I know a team that did that. And what yeah. they were really cool was they, they could also have dinosaurs that flew. So this, this project should move quickly as long as we keep touching oh, it. Oh, that's every, cool. You know? So they that's were able cool. to visualize it in a slightly different way. Yeah, because you're comparing something with something else, but that can have different characteristics. Like, for example, your T-shirts could have different fabrics and different colors. Well, your migration. Yeah, your migration is yeah. a huge project. A brontosaurus. Yes. And uh, it's a brontosaurus yes. because it's slow, but it does keep moving and it's difficult to stop. Exactly. Whereas um, uh, rolling out SharePoint mm -hmm. and with the templates, content types and everything else mm -hmm. is a bit more T-Rexy in that yeah. it is big, but it's dynamic, quick, and you can deliver things to people. Yeah. And, and, okay. and all, all of these things are, are contained. So t-shirts, it's, a, it's a, an object you can see all of it. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's not a, we're rolling out MS Teams where I've got no idea what that actually means. It's a, Exactly. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very super visual, and I like, I like visual things. So that's, that's brilliant. And as I said, you can work the points out. Um, I mean, the amount of times in, a t in our team, I love you guys. I know I'm not sure anybody ever listens to it, but I do miss those conversations. We would have a, a sprint planning and, and we could do, depending on how many people were on holiday, 70-odd points. And we inevitably ended up with 83 points. And we inevitably said, let's just give it a go, guys. We can do it. 
and inevitably there was 13 points left over. So we, okay. we never really ever learned yeah. from our mistakes. But, you know, the idea is that you put the important things in, prioritize. You do those first so you get the important yeah. things done. The, the, uh, the rest the is priority the... Priority one items. Yeah, the rest is the, the uh, nice-to-haves. Yeah. yeah, or I don't need to do this day today. So yeah. it then becomes a priority one in the later sprint. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I don't need a project manager, a business analyst. I don't need to spend hours... No, you need a product owner, a scrum master, and, yeah. Yeah, and everybody kind of, kind of talks around these woolly things. Yeah, but they get on, they do their work. So, scrum masters fixing stuff, making sure it all runs smoothly. Just like a project manager yeah. is making mm. sure that everything runs. I did that. That's one of the things that I don't get as a benefit from scrum is that you don't need a project manager. No, you need a scrum master and a product owner. I mean, that's kind of the same thing um i mean you will always the, need the, roles to manage your project no. you can call it whatever you want but you need no, somebody i am obstreperous and the answer is <laughs> no <laughs> okay no no i'm sorry uh, i was very rude but <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah because it was funny um and i'm obstreperous today obstreperous obstreperous um the idea is that um, you don't need a scrum master. All right? Because mm, the team is okay. deciding how long something takes to do. Yeah. The team is but delivering. But you need somebody to facilitate. No. Why? That's... So, but from an agile, from a scrum perspective, they say that the scrum master should be able to ease its way out. So... <gasps> They, they disappear. Yes. So, uh, when everybody is used to working in Scrum uh, and Agile methodologies, you might not need a Scrum master anymore. All of those, all of those yeah. meetings are owned by the delivery team. So yes. So the delivery team work out. They work with the product owner to work out how big something is, how many t-shirt sizes it is, and how many PBIs that are in. Okay. But then who? reports to the steering committee or the product owner or the sponsor or the whatever who is the intermediary between the let's call a steering committee and the people that are actually doing the project and what role would they normally have I would say the project manager to me that would be we don't need a project manager now because everything's measured up front and, and assessed and we just get on and do it. But how would you deliver feedback to the board about well, how your project is going? Who would do that? Um, the figures, the numbers. So they look at it and they go, oh, those are the features for this quarter. Uh, how are you delivering them? Okay. So um, are, are you doing your PBIs? Are you meeting your story point goals? It's, it's data-driven. It's, it's a report. Yeah. Very much data-driven. It's data-driven. But not purest data driven however reality is that people need to be involved yes so, you need uh, somebody to talk to all those well you have people yeah s- uh, sprint teams of course yeah and those sprints are in a tribe yes so there's a tribe lead yeah so that tribe lead is already reporting into uh, whatever you you know so you've yeah. got all the squads mm-hmm. You got the tribes join a squad, so you have this kind of structure. You also think the other thing you can have is roles that cut across, so you can actually have a kind of program manager, 
but mm. you basically have somebody that that manages things they called scrum masters as well in fact yeah but because i would say like for example at some point you'd say okay we need more resources we need more people or we need a special kind of person to deliver this so you would need somebody to talk to management saying look we need more money and then somebody talk to procurement saying look hire somebody something like that but i have my entities my strategic long-term stuff like roll office species five yeah i have my features yeah all right which i've pre-planned yeah yes so i have my pbis yes. which i've pre-planned yeah so a part of my resourcing but you only pre-planned this for this quarter well that's kind of true but that's delivery for that quarter okay. but in terms of the quarterly planning the chances are you will have at least sort of your three months but you'll also know what you're not going to do in the three months what you so will, you do will in actually the next know three six months, months but yeah. you won't know their t-shirt sizes necessarily at that point and the t-shirt yes. size is the other one yes yes but again your history is telling you what you've been delivering for the last year and what you can do so resourcing wise if you're not prepared for your resourcing You've you done a you, crappy you don't job. Have any, you, okay. Yeah, just kind of. Yeah. But you don't have that stuff that's not there. If you don't have the jobs to do for the year, then you cut down the number of people you have immediately. Okay. Because that's what you're going to deliver. And then if you do need to deliver something new, because you do want to be agile, then obviously you source accordingly. Okay. Okay. Again, there's a lot of wooliness around this, but it's because yeah. everything is chaos theory, kind of. I use chaos theory. It's not really chaos theory, but it, <laughs> it's the word that everybody understands. Ah. That you know, you throw string theory and at black it. holes. Yes, exactly. I get it. Yeah. So you don't really need a scrum master, but a scrum master is also there to make sure things run smoothly. Exactly. So, yes. So if I am rolling out MS Teams, doing the network analysis, mm -hmm. and Microsoft not coming in with the software on time, mm -hmm. rather than me getting tied into that because I have all these other PBIs to deliver, yeah. I say to the Scrum Master, I'm blocked on this item, go and unblock it. Yeah. And so what tends to happen is you, your Kanban board, you know, the mm -hmm. I'm, this is what I, my backlog is, this is what I'm doing, this is done as a, a an issues column. Yeah. You move it into the issues column and a team of people, usually Scrum Masters, would go, oh, there's an issue, let's work out what yeah. it is and try and fix it. And then they just put it back in the PBI. So it's uh, Scrum Master is not a required part of the team. It's a parallel path of towards success yeah yes and okay. then there's a process of scrum of scrums where all the scrum masters talk to each other and work it's out like a hub of hubs yeah. but then a scrum of scrums, <laughs> scrum okay, of scrums okay. and hub of hubs. Yeah. so there are a number of side processes mm -hmm. so there's also an hr process that cuts across the squads so okay. for example somebody looks after the well-being of the people but it's not really an hr department it's just that's the person that manages the staff and the assessment Okay. Because the product owner is just focused on delivering Delivery. tasks. Yeah. 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 So it's not all about how is your work-life balance and stuff mm, like that. No. No, that's gotcha. usually. And you also have these things called guilds. So you could have all the networks, network people get together every month and just talk about how the network's going. Yeah. But they're all tied to a different squad, of course. Okay. Uh, and so they're kind of interesting teams. It's It's an interesting process to hang it all together. But the focus is on sizing the piece of work before you start in some way just sizing it mm -hmm. and then breaking it down into small iterative parts and working out when they can be delivered and getting on and delivering it 
Yeah. But each delivery is a completed item. So that's the idea is that at the end of the sprint, you have something to show people. A t-shirt. A t-shirt. Sure. Yeah. Your t-shirt size soon gets lost in the mix, but it is used, it's great for planning. I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I just like the fact that it's visual. So mm. I like the fact that the other team was using dinosaurs as well. It's just pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, uh, I can't remember where I came across that, but I spoke to somebody and they said, oh yeah, we use dinosaurs. That's I cool. Think, I think I spoke to somebody else. They use, they use cars. Yeah. So, so this is use, a Ferrari. This a is bike, a tractor. This yeah, is bikes, a cars, yeah. uh, trucks, by yeah. size. Yeah. Rockets, yeah. Rocket man, yeah. I've discovered Spotify. Well, I've known about Spotify for a long time, of course, but um, uh, playlists and all that kind of stuff, my kids create them all the time. Yeah. And I don't normally bother. I just go play and be done with it. Yeah. But I found myself, because I'm driving a lot more back to work, to go into the, you know, next, 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 next. I'm thinking, okay, I should just spend 10 minutes creating a list of my favorite songs. It's a great concept. You should try it. I'm sure I'm the last person in the world that is actually trying it. What you actually need to do, because I know you're a car enthusiast just like me, so you probably know, like, some corners that you really like to take. And yeah. every once in a while magic happens when you're driving and a really nice song comes in and then just when you take the bend the best part of the song <laughs> starts those moments are pure magic so if you would create if you would create your own playlist that would automatically well not automatically but let's say you always take the same route to work you know okay at seven minutes and 34 seconds that's where i get to that bend so then you can actually create a playlist that would auto that would start that best part of the song around that moment and then you would always arrive with a smile that sounds like perfect waterfall perfect waterfall project planning because you just want to do chaos theory and you just say okay spotify bring your best come at me Kind of. Yeah. And then, you know, and then serendipity, and, and live for as you the said. serendipity yeah. because yeah. it's there. Yeah. But yes, rather than planning for it, because if you miss it, if you miss the apex. It's so, true. Because let's be honest, if a cyclist pulled out while you were hitting that bend with the music coming up, to, you'd hit the cyclist and. Probably. Uh, yeah, the yes. bend is yes. the thing. Yes. And of course, we okay. wouldn't do that. But yeah, I, I get I that. Like, Plus, but I do understand what you're saying. Plus, also, if you would do that every day, it wouldn't be special anymore. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But I, but it was it was interesting. Kind of some of those great songs like Journey and yeah. the people that I go, oh yeah, that's good, and I listen to it on the radio. And then I'm thinking, just a minute, I just had this kind of silly. I'm just going to sit down and do this moment because I I'm not big into stopping things to do something. To be honest, I'm I sitting there playing. With yeah, it. I can't be asked to do that either. But every time I uh, connect and I just say random then it's always horrible. <laughs> yeah, I was a bit that way. Yeah. And I kind of hate the fact that Spotify kind of control what music I'm going to play. I think this is the underlying thing. It does work. Amazingly, it does work. But I just hate the fact that they know that I'm going to enjoy those tracks in combination. So yeah. I'll choose my own. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we, well I have to say it's a very strange uh, podcast today in terms of uh, the technical stuff. But let's talk about intranets. 
How much time do we have left? Nowhere near enough time, but let's no. let's time okay. box it. It is 44 minutes now, so let's time box it for six minutes. Yes, small T-shirt. Small T-shirt. Yes. Small T-shirt. I think it was a great conversation we had, and I know that was. I was obstropress uh, and used the, the word bullshit a lot when you were trying to explain where you were coming from. But I think it's a valid argument, and, and Moraine will say at the end, if you like to tell us what you think, uh, and, and nobody ever does <laughs> so in this particular case yes. if you're still listening and not thought that's a podcast to miss out these boys have lost it okay mm. really do want you to to think about this now I'm going to go first and I'm, I'm not trying to win an argument here I'm going to be very neutral and I hope we can be neutral because I think there's two valid arguments here I agree so, I so agree let's uh, let me just do both arguments and then tell sure. me where they're going to miss yeah, so, yeah. Um, so you're going to do both arguments and then tell me why I'm wrong. Correct. Yes. Correct. Because you've already had done that to me twice today. So my argument is that an internet is virtual on the basis that as long as you have a good navigation pointing to a series of pages on sites that have the appropriate permission, then that is the concept of the internet. I believe solely... And the reason I believe that this is right is only because I believe in one version of the truth. So um, I don't really see Moraine's counter view, which is that we should have a series of communication sites and then separate sites. Yeah, separate yeah. sites. And then a series of group sites, which if you'd waited patiently, you would have realized that's what I was going to say. He's laughing out, which is great fun. Um, then obviously you publish the content and copy it up to the Internet to create this this Internet thing. Mm-hmm. And I was countering that by lots and lots of kind of arguments. So that, that, that's basically the two views. I believe that with the wonderful structure we have about pages, they're not collaborative items. They are publishing items, whereas documents are collaborative items. So use the pages in your collaborative sites and then to use to create the Internet. And I believe that that's where Internets are going because why would I not want to go to the homepage of my Internet to see that these are the things I need to approve because on a site somewhere it's come up with an approved item that I need to go, oh, yeah, I need to approve that. It's delivering all kinds of information to me, not just information that somebody's chosen to publicize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's a valid argument for a bunch of use cases. I Probably when you've got uh, like a really small HR department for example that would just be like one or two people yeah sure why not and then you can just no no, no I'm, I'm not dissing any not, of no, what you relax. said I'm, I'm laughing the same as you were laughing at me I think okay but then then it wouldn't make sense for them to keep two versions of all that information so then you would probably open up a part of your own site as the uh, part of your collaboration site as the, your publication environment Definitely, why not? And also, if you have really strict rules in place about publishing the content that is ready to be shared with the organization, sure, yeah, why not? But? No, dot, point, end of line. I said I'm right then. No. (laughs) But you've just said there's nothing else to say and I'm right. No, you haven't said, of course, if it's a larger organization, then... And if, if, if it's I have, a larger if I finance, if I have a finance department in six cities, then you might be able to want to bring finance data together 
that are relative well, to those areas. Yeah, I as the example that I gave earlier is I've got a company of a customer, and what we did was separate the publishing environment, so the internet and the collaboration environment. So, for example, we got HR as a publishing environment, HR team as the collaboration environment. So people from HR know if I go to HR team, that is our collaboration environment because it's got the word team in it. Um, and the other HR is the HR for everyone, which is our publishing environment. And not everyone from HR will have edit permissions on the publishing environment, but they will have editing permissions on the collaboration environment. And I do, my view is I think that's overly complicated. Yes, but that cases. is because people fuck up every once in a while. And that's why I think you need to separate those two. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, to be honest, we came back down to a couple of conclusions when we were having fun screaming at each other. You should have heard that conversation. It was good. <laughs> Sorry we didn't have the microphones on. It was an interesting conversation. Yes. And we do come down to that classic... It depends. Mm -hmm. There's there's an always it depends and always as as a requirement. But I'm always I'm a big believer in not creating something for the sake of it. And I think that my my issue with these sort of intranet sites is that it's creating something for the sake of it. And I and I think that we came to the conclusion that well no, we agreed that you have an internal communications department and the internal communications department of course do kind of own the internet so that's a little bit that that is their collaboration environment but of course it just happens to be open to everybody not yeah well not necessarily but that's the whole it depends part i do believe that it's valid for every department to be in charge of their own piece of the internet while that's being covered by the internal communications people. And then but, we get back to the fact that why does that need to be separate sites? Exactly. On my side. Yeah. Okay. So and that's fine. Yeah. So full circle. So no whiskey? answers then on this one. <laughs> no, we've still got a minute to go. So that oh, I, I okay, just need okay, to, okay. To, to oh. piss all over your idea a bit more. But okay. no, I can't think of anything reason to it. Nah. It was a great conversation. I mean, I know it we've was. been fairly civil about it this time. And uh but uh, my view is the the fewer sites, the less work we have in terms of operation and run. Um, but I do agree with you. If you're if you have a box and that box contains only a certain thing with a certain criteria, it's easy to manage that box. Well, it's it it could also be around governance. I mean, you probably want to have different governance rules for your intranet as for your collaboration environment. The thing is that, for example, external access. Do you want external people to have access to your internet or only to your certain collaboration sites? But that's just about the content again. So all of oh, this yeah. is actually not about the container. That's why our argument is. I, I'm a big content guy. Mm -hmm. So I have a document that is telling me how to, let's use the example we used, uh, what I need to do to lease a car in this company Yeah, is a document. And that document is owned by HR let's say, yeah. or finance, doesn't really matter, but it's owned by them. Why would I need to actually have that in more than one place? That, to me, adds confusion, whereas you're saying, but that one's not going to get changed, and this one is the one you work on. But the publishing major minor versioning area does that for me, but your mm. view is, yeah, but that's open to people to get screwed up. Yeah. Um, and then I, that's just down to poor acceptance and adoption. Um, 
training. <laughs> CNA. Yeah, I get that. Change in adoption. Uh-huh. It's an interesting one. And I'm not going to say maybe that's a whole conversation for another podcast. It, it obviously and probably is. The, the real subject that's covered both of these things today, which just to bring them together before we go on to our cactus whiskey, um, uh, is really about... The, the, these both projects define the backlog of work we need to do. And if the backlog is defining the internet then those PBIs are, okay, let's define the structure of the internet that supports what the goals of the internet are, blah, blah, blah. And, and so you then build to whatever delivery you need to be focusing on. Mm-hmm. What's going to be really interesting is that next Saturday, I'm going to have to listen to this podcast again to mix it down. Mm-hmm. And then I really don't know what I'm going to think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I, I guess, yeah, this might be... These are two very, yeah, valid points and very valid things, and you really need to see them from your customer's perspective and how they work and how they want to. Yeah. The other thing that we should say is that our whiteboard has probably failed us today. As much as we've been shouting about how cool it's been and helping us, we just couldn't find the right things to write on it this time. So. Yep. You know, the container is fine, but the content has failed us again. Content is so important. Exactly. Ooh. That sounds, that sounds good. Yeah. So There's it, actually it, more left. It's a bigger bottle. Yeah. Than I thought. There, there we yeah. Go. Uh, I don't know how much you want. It, yeah, that's good. Sure. There's more here. Right. Okay. So, what is it we're actually tasting? So, this is from the Kadushi Distillery on the island of Bonaire. Bonaire, uh, where Tony, my man Tony, went on a holiday and came across a distillery that created tequila, rum, and whiskey. Uh huh. And okay. won awards for the rum worldwide. Awards okay. for the rum, but okay. we're not because he knows that I like whiskey. All right. So, this is it. Now, in terms of the colour... It's very light. It's pale. I haven't stuck it under my nose yet, and I really don't know what to expect. Have you? Yes. And? It gave me shivers. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, it's earthy. Yeah. And there's something keeps dropping on the back of your head. Yeah. I like this. What do you mean it gave me shivers? It is sugary. Oh yeah, it's got well, a very. I've, I've done a top view, a top nose, and a yeah, yeah. stuck my nose in. It's got a very distinctive nose. I like that earthiness, though. That I really do. It's a very strong earthiness. I mean, I think we can fairly say by looking at the color of this, this has not been stuck in a sherry cask. Not at all. Okay. And then, in I all do honesty, get some I lemon, know. some citrus. I can get that. Yeah, and definitely. some crayons. 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 Wax crayons. <laughs> Yes. But it does smell like whiskey. Kind of. It also kind of smells like tequila. I don't think so. I could get some tequila and we could go and compare. Okay. Go Mm -hmm. compare. Go compare. Only the English listeners would get that. Go compare. 
it's an advert for one of these go compare your electricity bill websites. Okay. <laughs> and if actually, it's worth doing a YouTube video because the guy that does the go compare, they do a, a, a one advert where he's dressed up as the guy doing the singing, the opera singer, and the guy not doing the same thing. Okay. It's that, yeah. It's okay, a, okay. Yes, it is a weird podcast. It's this one is of those you had to be there moments. Okay, I yeah. get it. Dum, 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 dum. What does that say? It tastes like whiskey. Okay. That's that's good. That's why they can call it whiskey. Yeah, probably. And it's got an amazing finish on it. Really? Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. It, it, yeah. <laughs> Go on. Hold your nose and swallow it. Can you imagine, and all what you see, he's got that pleased look on his face that this is not as bad as it smelt like. But can you imagine being on a warm beach when you got a glass of this? This is designed for a tropical island. To be honest, that would be, this would be the best whiskey to drink on a tropical island. Yeah. Exactly. Because it doesn't have that, I'll keep you warm by the campfire kind of vibe to it. No, but I've not drank any more since when I first said it's got a long finish on it. And I and I can still feel this developing in the back the back of my tongue. It's that lemony, earthy taste, but there. I mean it's I have to say it's not a got a three story. And I'm not screaming at this stuff, no, you know. It's unusual. No. Yeah, it's too much watch wax crayons for me. It has no tears at all. Well they do, but they hit the deck in no time. It's not. It's not bad. I I've tasted worse. Uh, yes, I. I wouldn't buy a bottle of this, but if I would live on a tropical island, I might. I might as well would. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're too posh for this whiskey. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. But every time you drink it, you have a different look on your face of contentment. It's a strange one, folks. It's a we strange said we'd bring one. whiskeys to you that we're sure you've never tasted. And maybe somebody's on this podcast going, oh, I was on the island of Bonaire and I remember drinking it, but I don't remember going to bed that night. <laughs> I can very well imagine that somebody would get very, very drunk of this because it kind of tastes like lemonade. It doesn't have that big oomph, whiskey no. oomph. Do it. No, it doesn't. I don't think this has been in a barrel for long. No. Um, and um, do we have like a, an alcohol percentage on no the? No idea. I, I doubt. This is a tourist bottle. I don't think so. I just like this finish. You sort of, it. It really does get very earthly. Like I can't read it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm getting. Glasses. I'm getting too old. So it, I tell you what it reminds me. You know when you have that sudden shower of heavy rain and the dust comes up and yep. you get that earth that's what i can taste on as on the taste i have to say it's quite pleasant tony i've got thank some, you very yeah, much there's there a lot of lemons and wax crayons yeah which isn't it's not disappointing at all it's just very different i mean i've just taken the third swift of it i i think it gets better every time i drink it there you go um, what were you trying to work out? Whether you could see what the percentage volume mm. was? You're right. It's too freaking small. <laughs> I think it says 46%. I think so. 
It might very well be. Yeah, and it, I just say whiskey on here, very, 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 very small. And it says the spirit with Caribbean taste. Yeah. I get that. See, that's that's a quarterly review strategy mission I could get behind. Yes. <laughs> the whiskey that tastes like the like the the Caribbean. Yeah. Here's the real question then. Should cactus be used to create whiskey or tequila? I would say tequila. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I mean, that's the conclusion. Yeah. But you are right. If I was sitting at a bar, you know, on the island and I saw it there, I could quite happily drink that all night. Yeah, without ice. Yeah? Yeah, definitely. Because it's it's the, the lemony thing, the citrusy thing, gives it enough freshness to deliver not that warm feeling. So this yeah. is a really, like, 35 degrees outside. So it's built for its audience. Yes. It's built for its audience. Yes. So there you go, folks. It's called Captain Don's Whiskey. Um, or Captain, yeah, Captain Don's Whiskey. Um, it's from the uh, Isle Benoit. Bonaire. Bonaire, thank you very much. Uh, it's made out of cactus. And uh, if you find a bottle of it and uh, you want to tell us how really enjoyable it is or how really crap it is then please let us know but there you go so this has been a podcast maybe a podcast to forget i don't know but i hope that you've got uh some of my great views on agile thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to i talk thought it was it. Yeah, i thought it was really good it was, it was interesting yeah and certainly if you're now wondering what it's like in an agile team and you've not done there or you've got it coming around the corner then you've got some outline of you know how things are and it's not chaotic it is measured based on experience which is always better it's also a better way to manage your sharepoint governance and strategy as well you know sure. measure it afterwards let people create the sites and then measure it and control it afterwards as opposed to up front um and uh yeah cool odd day odd yep. day indeed yeah <sighs> that's it all right, let's wrap up. We just did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well then, dear audience, thank <laughs> you so go. much. And talk to you next time on episode 72. 72. Is that special? No idea. We kind of get into the average age of, of two dying, hours. aren't we? You know, 72 years, seven, three, year, <laughs> three score and 10 years. Yeah. Life uh. expectancy. Nah. Yeah. Nah. 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 No, we need to do at least 100. I think so. I'm looking forward yeah, to yeah. that. Yes. Where are we going to record our 100th podcast? Japan. <gasps> I love you, man. So, how many? I've got to start saving. 30. 18, 30 episodes, then, yes. 60 weeks. It's next year, November. By then, they might have sorted themselves out. Yeah. There you go. Okay. And we're also talking about February in Barcelona again or for the yep. uh, the testing for the new cars. Boom, boom. Yeah, we've got some time to do. Yes. All right. And maybe we'll have some technology to talk about next time. All right. It's Steve Dolby here saying goodbye and uh, hope you've enjoyed this spiel. And Marine. At Marine Somers, thank you so much. See you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. We are not millennials. We are matured.
more than Maren. Maturing the business like whiskey in a barrel. 